Hey guys, this is your host Odinaka, and you are now listening to Section OD. Welcome back to the podcast show. So no long intros, we're going to jump right into this. Y'all, why don't we have any fashion representation like that anymore in the media? And when I say the media, I'm mostly talking about like TVs and movies. We used to have shows like what, Project Runway... Um, I don't know if you guys even know this one, House of DVF. That was actually like more one of my one of the more recent ones. Um, top model, like what not to wear. Actually, I hated what not to wear. That's another thing. We're gonna get into that later. But we used to have so many fashion forward shows, and now we don't have anything. I think what we're doing now. I know me me specifically. I'm watching shows over again. Like I recently like binge watched Sex in the City because um you know they have their extension now to it which is just like that, which is good. And we're gonna get into that later too. Um but we don't have any like really good like fashion forward and or fashion focused shows. Like what's going on? Like does the media not care about fashion like that anymore? Even though it is a pivotal thing that we need to showcase emotion action and everything we're not having that focus anymore like i literally used to watch shows like project runway and see like designers like kristen siriano be on that show and basically be made into these like great designers and now i mean there's nothing wrong with social media i think social media has made it a lot easier because you know when we did only have tvs and movies it was a it was really really critical and or hard to break into this industry. Now it's a little bit more easier because of social media. But is there a way that we can have a hybrid for both um, where we can still have insight into how people um, exist in this industry while still being able to easily um, easily access it? But honestly, it also makes me think about how, you know, fashion forward shows and movies at the time we're only talking about things that were coming out of being gatekept and or coming out of being private knowledge, in a sense. Um, take, for instance, Sex in the City, because there's so many examples. But the best one I can give you is the Birkin example. The Birkin was talked about or and or commodified really on that show. Once people kind of saw that episode with Samantha where she, I forgot the actress's name, you know, was trying to get that Birkin and was talking about how like hard it was to like secure the Birkin or whatever that commodified people to want to get into what the Birkin was, but people already knew about the Birkin. Like it was something that was at one point a quiet luxury. Right. And I think that's probably why it kind of stopped because like nowadays you can access anything, like any type of information information that you want to if you really just look for it, it's just out there especially tiktok so it's like will give you everything you would probably need to know about the fashion industry if you really wanted to know it but i still think at the end of the day we should if you really want to know about something you really just got to read about it and fashion i really do believe it's one of those things that you do just have to read about it because there's so much information right but anyways i feel like that's the reason why the like media in general isn't focusing on having those i guess fashion forward shows anymore um, but a part of me, and this is probably me probably manifesting something in the future, but I would love to be a part of a fashion show of some sort or like, and mostly because like I, as a kid, never saw any of that representation growing up, seeing like a black woman in fashion, you know, discuss fashion, especially the way that I do. So I would definitely love to be a part of something like that. I think that's part of the reason why I started Section OD is because 
I didn't see, I don't see that show anymore or those type of shows anymore. So, you know, you kind of just make your own thing up, right? So hopefully in the near future, we get some form of a show. Um, I think podcasting has been that outlet as of recently, um, because if you guys don't know any other fashion forward shows, one, one of my favorites, honestly, is The Cutting Room Floor um that's hosted by I think her name is Amonde I don't know her last name I just know she's a fashion designer herself but she has a really really great podcast and that that really does try to digest the industry so if if you are interested in listening to another podcast besides my own that's another great one it's called the cutting room floor but yeah um podcasting I feel like has been another way for people to kind of get insight that most people don't already share on social media um of course till this day we have you know publications that are still running you know blogs and you know writings and journalism and all that but I don't know I just love the fun of like you know watching fashion you know portray itself especially in movies like recently it's funny that I bring up the cutting room floor because they actually recently made a post about um this movie called uh, Great Expectations, uh, starring Gwyneth Paltrow and Ethan Hawke. And there was something that I noticed. Well, actually, I didn't notice it at first until I saw her, um, I guess, her analyses of the movie. But what originally made me watch the movie was because of Amanda, um, who was, when I say Amanda, I'm referring to London Girl NYC, where she kind of did her fashion analyses on um Gwyneth's character who was Estella and she wore this really beautiful Donna Caring two-piece set it's and it's funny because it's like literally trending right now to wear these like long I guess more bodycon-ish skirts and it have like a flowy top or a baby top or whatever but anyways uh the the Donna Caring two-piece set was like a like a Kelly green color and she was just talking about like how staple it was or how staple that collection was and then to see um Amonde kind of do her analysis on it and talk about how the use of that that green color was used throughout every scene with um Finn and Estella and I didn't even notice that until she did that and I was like whoa see this is why fashion is important in films because it's it's able to kind of it's, it's of course it's it's able to tell a story but it's able to also convey an emotion because like if you've watched the movie, and, and I'm not going to really spoil it for anybody, it's, it's a pretty old movie. I think it came out in like, like late 90s. You know, Estella has always been this girl that was kind of like hope, waiting for Finn to like boss up. And I think she was trying to show that throughout, you know, her time or her like her lifespan with Finn or whatever. And it might also be a thing of like saying this is Estella's favorite color or whatever, but it was just always it for me. What I noticed was like I didn't realize how important that use of color was to show, you know, their relationship between each other because she was only ever wearing that certain shade of green when she was around Finn. And there's so many other examples of like that exact thing where you know a certain color is used or um, a certain shape of an item is used throughout like tv shows etc but there was still a a focus on you know that fashion point because you know do you know how hard it is to find the same shade for like kind of like the same character 
and it show like them from a younger age to an older age, like that's really an art form. We just really need to have that, I guess, effort again, because I'm noticing like a, a change and or a shift that's happening in the costume design field, right? For instance, like I watched, I've already watched just like that, the reboot for Sex in the City, but something told me to rewatch Sex in the City again. And I noticed so many different things going on, like when it comes to how they did product placement. Like before, when they did product placement in the earlier, you know, seasons, like before 2010s or whatever, they when they did product placement, they actually they actually gave you like an informative background on that item. For instance, the the Hermes bag, um, Soho House. Like there was always like some form of like information to let you know about that item and it made you feel more you know I guess not a know-it-all but you just felt like more you just kind of felt more informed on that thing whether you already knew about it or you're getting to know about whatever it was that they're talking about whereas now it's just like they just throw things in your face like for instance like um there was a scene in just like that where the newer character I forgot her name but it's um uh Carrie's new friend like who she's basically trying to have as a filler for Samantha <laughs> no tea no shade but that's really what it is um th- she was sitting down with uh the other uh, the names are not coming to my head right now but they basically had a sit down lunch with the rest of her friend group and um in that scene they had a, Lu- a Loire no it wasn't it wasn't it was a Marnie was it a Marnie no it wasn't Marnie it was a Lon Vaughn, that's what it was. It was a Lon Vaughn purse. Uh, recently, Lon Vaughn has been doing these really beautifully crafted bags where they use like interesting handles. Uh, the ones that I've been seeing a lot of is they use like this Jaguar cheetah as like the handle for the purse. And basically, that's what was sitting in the center of that table. And there was no, and not that there needed to be an explanation for the bag, but it's just like there's no information that comes with the items and or things that they're trying to tell us about like like before um however to counteract that i will say that i appreciate how in this reboot newer seasons i guess they're introducing you know you know a new a newer audience to black owned brands i love that because of course in the past um if there was black owned brands being featured of course they weren't being highlighted like they used to and it's kind of hard to kind of find those things in those older seasons there are a couple blogs that have dedicated themselves to finding each item and stuff but it's just like really a lot of a lot of like scenes and a lot of like different clothing being used throughout each episode um but yeah like i do really appreciate that there is a use of black owned brands in the product placement i just think that the product placement could be better um so hopefully in the in the second season of this reboot we kind of get that feel again. I get, I do get that, you know, cause I, I think the old writer for like the old seasons, he had passed away. So I think they have a newer writer now, but like you can see, you can tell the shift and I do understand that they're trying to be more progressive rather than regressive with things. But I still want that same feel of sex in the city and how it commodified things and I think they have the leverage to do so with commodifying newer brands in the newer seasons. In the case that we do get, 
newer fashion media shows that are focused on fashion. To be honest with y'all, I don't want shows like um, What Not to Wear, like things that kind of like basically demean people for how they wear things. Um, I talked about this a little bit in my stories at one point about how I felt like, you know, shows like that, especially as a kid, like that used to confuse confuse me a lot because I would see these people, especially because a lot of these shows were like mostly focused in major cities like, you know, New York, L.A., whatever, mostly New York because, you know, it's a fashion capital here in America. Um, you, I would see them like who, what, well, not who, what, where, but what not to wear wasn't like that. But there would be like talk shows where they would um, take people off the street and just like change their outfits completely. And I'm, I would just, as a kid, I would sit there. I was like, what was really wrong with what they were wearing? And maybe one day I'll have a episode dedicated to that. But of course, it was a part of assimilating and, you know, making people dress a certain way to fit into a norm that I'm happy now is starting not to really exist. I think the pandemic at some point kind of started to diminish, diminish like, you know, dressing a certain way if you have a corporate job and all that. But but yeah, like it just I just don't want to see shows like that that demean people for exploring their personal style. Um, how you dress is how is I like you guys hear me say this a lot. The way you choose to dress is really in a way that you choose to express yourself to other people. So for there to be shows like that again in this day and age and this like, you know, social political climate that we're in, this doesn't make sense. Now at some point, especially in you know, between 20, what, 2015, well, no, I'll say, like, between 2014 to, like, 2018, there was shows that did try to reinvent and explore, you know, the fashion industry. The best example I could give is um, the show, I think, was it called Making DVF? But basically, it was a show that was hosted by um, Diane von Frostenberg, who is a beautiful designer where she was basically looking for someone to I think be her brand ambassador or just work in within her like branding and communications team um and it the purpose of the show was to help these women mostly break into the into this industry and make the connections they need to like move forward um there was one girl that won I want to say because she did I don't remember I think she did like maybe two seasons of it of the show and it was on E and then of course it kind of stopped but I think the girl that won the first season was a black girl and that was also what kind of like check marking in my head like yeah I, I really want to study fashion merchandising because there was a couple people on the show who also studied fashion merchandising and went ahead and applied for this um this position and, and or this like program or whatever um but yeah that was the last time I actually saw a fashion focused show that was kind of what I want to see going forward a little less of the meanness because there was a little bit of like you know that industry I I guess quote-unquote meanness that we see in the fashion industry because if y'all don't know already the fashion industry is nasty it's mean um it's catty but at the same time Diane really was trying to give these girls something to move forward from outside of just just DVF and I want to see more shows like that that kind of basically give you know people a platform to be successful i think that was also the the point of project runway too was to give these up-and-coming designers a platform to become the next 
it brand or it designer. For instance, the best example really is Christian Siriano. He's like a beautiful, a beautiful designer that came out of that show. Um, but yeah, I think that's where we have to move forward with things, but also, you know, making it fun, making it creative. I think I'm surprised at this point, especially in the day of TikTok, we don't have a show that integrates with social media. Like literally everyone, like, like everyone's looking for something to watch now, because to be honest with y'all, there's not that much great things out there to begin with to watch. Everything's kind of boring. But yeah, like I really want a show that's fun, it's creative, it's, you know, so resourceful, it's supportive. Like I want all of those great qualities that are already exist in the fashion industry to be, you know, kind of exposed in a show of that manner. But yeah, y'all, I'm going to just keep manifesting that something comes of it. I like to believe that I'm a great host. <laughs> And then I do believe that I have a good personality for something like that. So, child, we're going to manifest a physical show. Um, I think that's also where I kind of want to take the direction of my YouTube channel is to make a fashion show that I would love to see on TV, too. So stay tuned for that, y'all. Um, we're in the month of September. This is like the the first week. So, y'all, cross fingers that next week I'm a fashion week and I can give you guys like a digest of some shows. If I'm not going to say if I am going to be attending some shows. Um, so hopefully uh, the, in the next podcast episode, I can do like a, you know, a fashion week breakdown, story time, something along those lines, something just fun, cool, just to talk about fashion week. But yeah, y'all, like I, I miss fashion media, like fashion forward fashion focused media that made you really want to get into like shopping you know get into what is this industry what is it about so hopefully in the near future we get something cool like that but that is the episode y'all so i decided to take it upon myself to kind of come out with some form of like a monthly digest that I think would be cool for you guys to subscribe to. Um, and I'm calling it first of the month because <laughs> basically every first of the month, I'm going to try my best to give you guys like a, a breakdown digest of just things that I love and things that I also just, you know, have either written about, etc. And it's going to be it's going to be subscription based. It's free. If you sign up to my emails on my websites, you will get this monthly digest every first of the month. And yeah, I think this is going to be a fun way for me to get back into blogging and writing again. And also to see who really engages with that type of content for me. But yeah, and like I said earlier, I am planning on having a, you know, a fashion week wrap up for the next episode. I whether I attend shows or not, but the goal is to attend shows. I will be giving like a breakdown for everything. And also, if you're not already in my forum group called That Girl Shit, I am currently doing a 30 day outfit challenge for the month of September. So be sure to join the forum group if you're interested. And also just kind of keep tabs on the um, the challenge because I, I'm going to be documenting it every day. I might not post about it every day, but I will be documenting it to kind of like um, wrap it up and tie it into a little video at the end of the month. But yeah, y'all, if you enjoyed this episode and and or this podcast in general, 
don't forget to subscribe and of course leave a review. I just really enjoy getting feedback about the podcast. It just really helps me conduct it a little bit better each episode. So yeah, y'all, I, well, you will be hearing from me in the next one. Bye.